0: Hello and welcome to the Cane Violation I'm your host, the weird guy that talks about the NBA That That's me, That that's my brand That's what I do, right? I mean, hey, it, at least I have a brand, right? Some people, they don't even have brands They just talk about the top 8 NBA players in the last 40 years Because apparently the Bill Russell error doesn't count for some people Apparently not. Apparently, Bill Bill Russell is not a top 10 NBA player of all time because his error does not count. Why? Because people couldn't um, shoot threes from uh, 60 feet out. That's why. That's why that error doesn't count. But let's not go down that rabbit hole. Let's uh, stick to uh, what we came here to talk about. We're kind of going to continue what uh I was uh doing last week we were picking out six n b a teams and trying to figure out whether they should keep their most recently acquired player via trade so last week we did the bottom six teams in each division uh each division so we'll do the second to last in uh each division so the first team is the Minnesota Timberwolves believe it or not the last player they acquired via trade was Ed Davis that was right before the season started Uh, a a lot of people were questioning that trade uh, basically wondering why the hell would the Timberwolves want Ed Davis He's on a, a bad contract so he was decent um after his last season with the uh the Nets. So the Jazz signed him to a two year deal. Uh it was ten million for two years, so five million each year. But Ed Davis sucked on the Jazz um two seasons ago. He was not good at all. So they had to get off that money. Gets traded to the Knicks. In a salary dump, and then the Timberwolves have I'm trying to think who these guys were. It was it was two players acquired from the um the Golden State Warriors. I, Jacob Evans, I believe, was one of them, and the other was. Hold on, I'm gonna pull it up here. One sec. Jacob Evans, and who's this other guy? Oh, Amari Spellman. Apparently Amari Spellman did not want to be in Minnesota. That was the rumor. I think he got sent to the G League. Not happy about that. He was under contract for another year. It was guaranteed money. The Knicks had a ton of cap space, so Timberwolves... um, Basically just shipped these two guys off They They didn't want them. The Knicks ended up waving them right away And the Timberwolves did need a backup center And Ed Davis Actually Played with De'Andre Russell in Brooklyn And they had uh, Good stats When they were on the court uh, I think uh, it was a really good plus minus uh, At least that's what I heard From some source Could be wrong so, a little strange that they get Ed Davis. He doesn't really do much at all. And now he's a free agent. And, uh, yeah, they should not bring Ed Davis back. I don't think Ed Davis is going to be back in the league. I think it's the end of the line for him. He, uh, I, I don't think any team will sign him. This offseason, this is going to be a... Uh, this is like 10-day contract territory for Ed Davis. He might have to actually go to the G League to prove that uh, he's still hungry and can play. But, um, no, Timberwolves should not bring back Ed Davis. Their next team is the Golden State Warriors. They most recently acquired Kelly Oubre Jr. via trade. This was... What's some. Critics call a panic move after Klay Thompson got injured. The Warriors had a huge trade exception, like it it was big, so they easily were able to um, get Kelly Oubre Jr.'s contract into that trade exception. Ooh, someone's listening to Holy Grail outside. Jay Z, sounds good. I like that jam. Ah, uh, this is toughy. Kelly Oubre Jr. did not play that well with the Warriors this year. He d- had some decent games towards the middle of the start. Oh, terrible. Just it did not have good chemistry with um, the starting lineup, it seemed like. And it doesn't look like they're going to bring him back because, I mean, they are I think, I think they ended up having to pay seventy something million dollars when you factor in um, all the taxes and everything. Because the Warriors are way over the um, the uh, NBA salary cap, and um, I, it just it doesn't make sense really to bring him back, and and because even if you re-sign him. With the intention of like flipping him somewhere else and you know trading him for um, a better player, he still has the power to uh, decline a trade, to to veto it. I I'm pretty sure that that's how it works. When you when you re sign your next contract, you have the power to say no. I'm not going there. That actually happened with the Celtics years ago, this is, uh, 2013 trade deadline. Chris Wilcox was actually in a deal with Leandro uh, Barboza to get traded to the Washington Wizards, and it was to get Jordan Crawford. Chris Wilcox was just re-signed um, from the previous season, and he was able to say, no, I'm not going I want to stay in Boston. I don't want to play with the Washington Wizards. So we end up having to put uh, Jason Collins in that trade with Leandro Barbosa, who already tore his ACL at that point. So he really was done, anyways. It was just dead salary. So, uh, it's going to be a really expensive team if they bring back Ubre. The fact they didn't really. Fit in well with the starting lineup. Didn't even really make good commercials either. That CarMax commercials horrible. Uh, maybe it's not Ubre Junior's fault. Maybe the director just did a shitty job of uh, you know, finding the humor. Although it's it's not a funny premise. So what? The premise is that he's. He's picking up his car at the car rental place, and uh, the guy doesn't know... It, it's like, he's like, I'm Kelly uber Jr. He looks in the system, he's like, I don't see an Ubre Jr. here. So then Uber Jr.'s like, well, you don't know the Tsunami Poppy? Uh, and then he, it sounds like he's entering... He tells him to enter in, like, an Xbox Live name or something like that, and it... Ubre Jr. is supposed to come off as like a, a tough guy. Almost, it seems like it, it. It's not clear what they're doing. It's not a funny commercial. It, it makes the audience uncomfortable. Uh, it's too bad, Ubre Jr. He's got movie star looks, but he doesn't have the movie star acting. Which you know, you don't always need the movie star acting to uh, to make it in Hollywood. Uh, I just saw F9 in theaters two weeks ago. I couldn't stop laughing every time Vin Diesel was talking at the beginning of the movie. He was doing his mumbling. I I could it's like it, it it's different when he's driving in a car and you know, he's just there doing stuff, but he's like trying to do like dramatic acting. He's just like you can barely hear what he says. They must have to put the microphone like like two feet away from him. It's probably like right above his head. Probably worried that the mic's gonna be in the shot all the time. But I just went off track there. Um, anyways, I, I, I don't think they're going to bring back... They're not going to bring back Oubre Jr. This is going to be way too expensive of a team. Way too expensive. And I know the the Warriors have deep pockets, but there's a limit. There's a limit. What's, what is he going to be, a six-man? He doesn't even want to be a six-man. He said he doesn't think he's a bench player at this stage of his career. He's gone. Bye. Next team. New Orleans Pelicans. Yeehaw. Last player they acquired via trade, well, it was two. It was James Johnson and Wessa Wundu. But like I said on last week's podcast, we're just going to do the uh, the highest paid uh, player that they got most recently in a trade. So... We'll go with James Johnson. Made <laughs> sixteen million dollars this year, not bad. But hey, I gotta say, hats off to James Johnson. There are some people. He's thirty-four years old. He made he made some good money. He made some good money at age thirty. It seemed like he would kind of just be like a vet minimum guy, towards his late twenties. He's getting there. It wasn't quite there making, like, a mini mid-level money. And then out of nowhere, he just has a great season with the Miami Heat, gets paid, and really has just bounced around the league for uh, the past couple years. But people seem to like him. His teammates seem to like him. And he's been, you know, praised at every stop he's gone to. Uh, just uh just a professional. He's he's a professional. He's like i don't give effort, um i bust my butt, I'll, I'll help the uh the youngsters with uh you know, anything they need to learn. And he's just you you got to respect that he plays part. But with that said, <laughs> the Pelicans are not going to bring back James Johnson. I, it's just one of those. Uh, you're a good veteran, but we don't. We don't really need you. We don't need you. But you know who will need him. He's gonna. He's gonna get another job in the league. I know he will. Because he's showing that he's still hungry. He, he hasn't won a ring yet. So, and I think he's a guy. He's a guy who. I bet the Phoenix Suns wish they had right now. I bet they wish they had James Johnson as their backup center. Yeah, backup center. Like, like I'm serious. If, if he would be better than Frank Kaminsky, no doubt. He'd put in more effort. He'd actually know what the hell he's doing. I think James Johnson is definitely going to get another job in the league next year. Not for $16 million, maybe for... I'd say no more than seven million a year we uh uh definitely gonna do an episode where uh I see if I'm right about any of these predictions, but um hopefully I can just remember them and not have to listen to these things again I'm gonna say no more than seven million, but the pelicans aren't bringing them back, so let's uh you know let's keep it moving let's go to the next team. The Charlotte Hornets. Their most recently uh, acquired player via trade was Brad Wanamaker. Big bad Pratt. He was on the Golden State Warriors this past year. It did not work out uh, for him there. I mean, that's not too surprising. He just... He did okay on the Celtics the second year that he was with us. I think it was that that playoff performance. He had, like, one playoff game against the Toronto Raptors where he scored over 10 points, and that got him some attention. That's probably um, why the Warriors signed him, honestly. And then they're like, wait, you're not doing well. So I don't know. It's I don't know why it just didn't work out there. Cause he he went to the Hornets um at the trade deadline and was all right, it was okay. But I still don't think they. I don't think the Hornets are gonna bring him back. They're better off just signing a young backup point guard with more upside. Brad Wanamaker. This is who he is. Stage in his career. He's 31 years old. 31 years old, only his uh, just finished his third season in the NBA. I know it's strange. He was a 29 year old rookie with the Celtics. You don't, you really don't see this often where, um, you know, these guys will play nearly, nearly, well, not a decade, but it had to be like six years, maybe even seven years in Europe. Um, maybe it, maybe you see it with a big man, but like an American to go over, and play in Europe for seven years. Uh, you know, after five years, and you and you still haven't been in the NBA. It's it's uh, you know, it's really a pipe dream at that point. And uh, hey, hats off to Wanamaker. He made it. I think it was because the Celtics were... Uh, I think he played with Ante Zizic, who we drafted in 2016. Yeah, I think it was like the 21st pick of the 2016 draft. Uh, ended up trading him in the Kyrie Irving uh, deal. So, um, so I think while they were scouting him, they saw Wanamaker playing. I'm pretty sure he played with Wanamaker. And... Um, uh, they probably just remembered him, and they ended up signing him uh, a couple seasons later. I think we signed him in twenty eighteen. He played in Kyrie Irving's last season with us. Good memories, not really. Um, I yeah, I don't I don't think the Hornets are gonna bring him back though. You just get a younger younger guard, more upside. I don't think Wanamaker's gonna be in the league next year. I'll be honest. I think he's just not going to get signed by the time September rolls around, and he's going to get offers to play in Europe again. He's probably going to do it. That's my prediction. We'll see what happens, though. Next team. All right, so it's the Cleveland Cavaliers. They um, acquired Isaiah Hartenstein. Hartenstein? In the Javel McGee swap, and Harnsine eh, had some moments. Had some moments. He has a player option for 1.7 million next year, which I think he will pick up. I don't think he he played well enough to risk uh, entering in uh, free agency to see if a team signs him. I mean, maybe a team would sign him for the minimum if he wants to get away from the Cavs. But he's, he's probably all right just being there. He he might actually get waived, which you know might <laughs> might not be terrible for Hardenstein because I think he is an NBA caliber player, and uh, if he gets waived, he can just you know, wait for another team to sign him, and he still gets the the money. If um if Cleveland waves him. I don't think they're I, I, I think so I think he will pick up the player option. I think he's just gonna get waived. Most likely. Well let's see, where is um Cleveland there? Salaries I mean Dan Gilbert is cheap. <laughs> Maybe he'll he'll uh he'll see if he can trade him get someone else. I don't know. I'm going to predict he gets waived. And they're going to try and bring in someone younger. I, I don't feel too confident about that one, though. But you know, I'm going to stick to what I originally said. I, th- I think Ernstine uh, will get waived. Uh, we'll see, before the season begins. So he's going to pick up the player option. Cleveland's going to be like, shit, we have to pay him. We don't want him. Let's waive him. Um, okay, next team is the... Oh, this is actually the last team. The Boston Celtics. They last acquired... Be a trade. Evan Fournier. There's uh some debate among Celtic beat writers whether Fournier will be re signed or not. There was one I was listening to some podcast. Uh it was it might have been the at nah, it wasn't the athletic. There's so many uh, Celtic podcasts out there. But this was actually like a video one, but it had like four guys in um in, like, their apartments, and, you know, they're all talking to their laptops. Uh, Some of them have nice apartments. Some of them have, like, uh, piles of laundry behind them, like a laundry basket overflowing, whatever. But uh, this one guy was very confident on that podcast that Evan Fournier is not going to get re-signed. And his argument was that We're just trying to save as much money as we can so we can get Bradley Beal when he's a free agent. I don't know about that. See, I think we are going to bring back Fournier, but not for $17 million. It's going to have to be less. I'm thinking... If we could give him... I, I I'd be fine offering him fifty five million over five years, so that's eleven million a year. Because he's he's thirty now. Oh no, he's actually twenty eight. Oh, so that's fine then. I mean, even if he declines, I don't think he's really gonna decline too much. He doesn't seem like that type of player. But he. He He's a valuable six-man. I know he was starting on the Magic, but on a good team, he's a six-man. Maybe. Eh, I guess he can start, but his defense is still pretty eh. I do like that he, uh, he uh, seemed to have an attitude. You know, a bit of toughness to him in that Celtic uh, Nets series. That was nice. I, I hope I hope we bring him back. And then if we need to get uh frickin' Bradley Beal... it's probably gonna be via trade anyways. I mean god, that would be a disaster trying to put together um or or, or get off all this money to try and get cap space to sign Beal i'm just i'm, I'm kind of over this the free agency pitch thing after gordon hayward I mean, he's hyped up so much i mean i know it was really out of our control and that freak injury and everything but it was just such a letdown it really was it's just it's depressing to think about so i i don't even know it used to, uh, I mean, it kind of felt like we won a mini championship after signing Al Horford and Gordon Hayward in free agency. And then on top of that, we get Kyrie Irving in uh, the 2017 offseason. And, you know, we uh, we still haven't made the finals. Still haven't made the finals since that Isaiah Thomas team and that's disappointing cuz at least a couple of those teams were uh definitely capable of making the finals if it wasn't for injuries so uh, i'm i think we're bringing him back that's what i'm saying that's what i'm going with if if we need to get Bradley Beal we have um Al Horford's my and I'm um, obviously I'm not doing the Al Horford uh, Kemba trade. You know, you know, technically, I guess you can say Al Horford is our uh, most recently acquired player that we got through a trade, but that trade's not even official yet, so we're not gonna do that. So it's Evan Fournier, but if we need to get Beal. I mean we're gonna have to give up a gazillion picks just to get Beal, but we we'd have to match his salary. We'd have to do Al Horford and Tristan Thompson. To actually we probably only need Al Horford. But it'd be nice to dump Tristan Thompson in that deal. We would be very thin in the front court if we were to do that, so uh, I don't I don't know what we'd do for a big man. Sign Hassan Whiteside. Oh, God. No thanks. Taco Fall Backup Center. So, that's our six teams. Uh, the movie I watched this week, uh, this is the first time I actually saw this movie, if you can believe it. As a, a big-time horror fan for years, this is the first time that I watched the Amityville Horror the original from 1979 now I will say I saw the remake in theaters when it came out it was actually when I went on a trip to Florida so this is 2005 I went with a a buddy of mine from high school and uh it was kind of fun we just would uh ride our bikes we weren't like bad kids or anything we weren't like buying weed and shit like that um we were just I mean, we were just going to taco bell we went to taco bell we'd go to video stores like that um, I was a pretty boring guy I mean I, that, that's the stuff I, I still do even though there's really no video stores anymore but there's some places that sell. Use DVDs, so we went there. We went to, uh, we found a skate shop that we liked because he was real in the skating. I kind of skated a little bit. I was a poser, let's be honest, but I could, I could do an ollie, a decent, decent ollie. And we, uh, we, uh, so we saw the Amityville Horror. We saw Sin City as well. Sin City was out at that time and. Actually, to connect it all together, we went to a bookstore, like some random, strange bookstore. You know those bookstores, there's just piles of books everywhere. It's completely disorganized, cluttered. And that's where I bought the um, Creature Features book that I'm using to pick out all these movies. Like I said, I'm going page by page in this book, and I pick out one movie on each page to watch, so that's why all the titles have, uh, you know, began with the letter A, because I'm I'm in the A's right now. And Amityville Horror, it's like, jeez, I never even saw the original, so I gotta watch it. Watched it, and, um, it was, it was alright. I wasn't expecting it to be Amazing. Because I um you No, know, I I I'd never heard I it's like yeah, I'd never heard from horror fans like, oh my god, Amityville Horror. That's a crazy movie. Like you hear that from people talking about Halloween or Friday the thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street, Amityville Horror. No one's ever like, dude, that movie's crazy. It's like it does have some cool moments. There's some there's some Freaky moments, I will say, that uh, caught me off guard. Maybe some people would think they're cheesy, but there was one scare that that, uh, that got me. I wouldn't even call it, like, a, a; it's not like a jump scare, but it's like, it's it's, it's creepy. We'll say that. Um, it has to do with the window, I'll say that. <laughs> Actually, there's two scenes. Um... In a window with uh, something very strange on the other side of the window. I, I, so it's funny. We just did American Gothic last week. Rod Steiger was in that movie. He's in this movie as well as a priest. Got some pretty over the top acting, but it's enjoyable, I guess. He just he he walks into the this house so. I, I, there's just a lot of, like, little things that are very strange in the script, so there, it, it's James Brolin and Margot uh, Kidder, who, I mean, we could talk about uh, what happened to Margot Kidder for, like, a good 20 minutes, but we won't do that, um, she passed away a couple years ago, um, so there are really not too many people alive uh, that were in this movie. It's really just James Brolin. So they they go into this new house. Or, or Okay, no, no. So the beginning. I'm sure you've heard this. It's based on the DeFeo murders. This guy shoots his family. I, I think he's... I don't think he, he might be in his like early 20s or something. And he just shoots his family and uh there's there's really no motive or anything. He he shoots them one by one, which is a little strange. I mean, I know there was a thunderstorm going on in the movie, but how do you not hear the rifle go off? Like I'm sorry if I don't care if there's a thunderstorm. If I hear a rifle being shot multiple times, I'm going to wake up. You know. So that that I didn't understand it's like, uh, it, it looked like the parents were already dead when he opened the door to shoot them because they were in such a deep sleep it's like did they OD? are they already dead? and he just shoots them it's like they're it, it's, it's like he's just shooting like dummies because they're already dead they're dead asleep so that happened and then james brohl and mario kidder the uh the lutz's the lutz family they go they know they know that the murders happen a little I, i think in the remake they they didn't know that the murders occurred in the house but this this one's strange because they knew the murders happened and i was like all right well maybe it's just going to be like so cheap that they will want to do it they'll want the house because it's so big it is it is a pretty big house it's got it's got a lot of land as well it's also right on the water i guess it's new york and then we find out that no, it's way out of their budget. So they end up wanting to move into a house out of their budget where people got murdered. So what? Okay. Alright. Like, they're so excited when when they get the house. They move in, and, uh, you know, George starts losing his mind. And this uh, the this is where I was getting at. The priest, they have a priest bless the house... Everyone's in the backyard. the The pre I guess the door was open. The priest just walked in. He's like, "All right, screw it. I'm just gonna start blessing the house. I, I'm not even gonna tell him that I'm here. I'm just gonna walk right in and do it. And then that's where all the flies come in, and you know, crazy stuff. Crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah. So you know, a little disappointing." A little disappointing. But I, I'm still going to give it the Tier 3 uh, Alice rating. I think people should should see it. Just because it's... Uh, I mean, it's just a really famous uh, case in general. I, I don't even think it's that interesting. Like, you know, people love that true crime shit these days, but this is just kind of like okay he just just shot his family there's not much to it I I, I never found it to be intriguing it's kind of eh and apparently the house is on Indian burial ground alright whatever I say uh, at this point, I think if this was in the hand, can you imagine if like Ari Aster? Imagine if they didn't remake Amityville Horror in two thousand five, and then uh, Ari Aster, uh, Aster basically, uh, imag- imagine <laughs> if, uh, Hereditary was just called the Amityville Horror. That that was a good haunted house movie. Am yeah, evil horror? There's there's some creepy stuff, but it's not that interesting. And at this point, I don't think anyone really cares. I hope they don't remake the movie a second time. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no, what what's a kid's name in the movie? Jody, Jody, oh no, I uh Jody, Jody's coming. Alright. Enjoy the first tracks of I
1: Am's disciple, my raps a trifle. I shoot slogs from my brain just like a rifle. Stampede the stage. stage, stage, stage. Naz, why did you do it? You know you got the mad fat fluid when you rhyme, it's half time. Check me out, y'all. y'all. From the lifted' that I lift in, in hell, it ain't hard to tell. It's mine, it's mine, it's mine. I sip the dumb peak watching Gandhi Till I'm charged and writing in my book of rhymes all the words pass to heart love, a love, One love One love It was great. Fake love, no love You get the slug CB4, Gusto, your luck low I didn't know till I was drunk QB since 1930 all made up the Everybody's
2: looking for something. Just some thoughts for the mind. I take a glimpse at the time. Watch the glimpse, read the world is mine. And I Imagine that. Imagine that. Imagine that. Yo, jungle, how you, jungle, you feel jungle, about that, that night nice shit? Niggas heard that shit, man. the fuck is that, man? Sorry, man, you, you gotta play that shit to niggas, man, niggas know what the fuck time it is, man, word, man, this shit shit, man, it's your time, man, fuck all these niggas out, man, word is more, man, we ain't gonna fuck about none of these motherfuckers, man, this your time, man, word, man, this shit is real, man, we try to tell these niggas one, two times, man, It's the motherfucking third time we telling these motherfuckers, man, the third time, man, and this time gonna be the worst time, man. Word is born, man, out for the ghetto, man, for all the motherfucking corners, all the motherfucking thugs, man. Real gangsters, man, niggas in jail and shit, man. Niggas with real, real motherfucking money. Niggas with real motherfucking things on their mind, man. Word is born, man. I'm a bitch ass niggas, man. Those fucking weirdos, man, y'all weirdos out there, man. Fuck all y'all niggas. Yeah, man, y'all niggas. Write what y'all uh, want what? Suck my motherfucking uh, dick I can't You up. bitch Fuckin What, what the fuck y'all want man this Listen to you, this gangster shit too. This gangster Real shit How about that What the niggas know man. what What uh, the drugs
1: know. man Fuck all y'all faggot motherfuckers What up, what up It's time man What It's time uh, set, it, yeah, set it off, yeah. off then, not Set, it, set it, off. it off. Broken glass in the hallway, blood-stained floors. Neighbors, look at every bag you bring through your doors. Lock the top lock, mama should have cuffed me to the radiator. Why not? It might have saved me later from my block and why cops? Hookers crawling off the stroke, coughing stitches in their head. Stinking and I dread thinking they be snitching, but who else could it be? Sugar D's, I'm vans, parked in the dark. Knocks, where's your heart? Hustle or starve? They bust a UE, I jog to my building. Come out later wearing camouflage. See the sergeant and the captain. Strangle men, niggas gasping for air. Until they move no more and just stare with dead eyes. Tied to riots. Shit is quiet. Simple minded fools infiltrate grimy crews. Overcrowded cribs, uncles home from bed. Sisters pregnant, fathers on drugs. Moms are smoking, beds is piss infested. Had eight partners growing up. Eight turn to seven. Seven turn to six niggas. Got two in heaven, six of us holding it. now. Five rolling thick, the six ones parole flip. Five niggas went to four quick when he went OT. College life converted into gang banging. Four niggas still hanging, years passing, slang changing. Three of us now, fourth nigga ain't around. We all thought he was real. He did the snake shit, fake shit, beat his ass down. Yo, his mouth could have got us all wasted. What a fucking clown. All I got left in the end is two of my best friends, and we all going out to the death for these ends. Whoa. heard about it, you see about it, you read about it, it's in your papers, it's in your daily news, New York Chronicles, every day, the crime rate, the murder rate, the money rate, the paper chase, you know what I mean, New York State of Mind, baby, check it out, I'm at the gambling spot, my hands on the knot. New York Yankee cap, cover my eyes stand in one spot, I take a nigga dough, send him home to a shoebox you lost that nigga, i put your dollar in the jukebox, hear my favorite song all these niggas sing along, all the cigarette smoke's clogging my lungs hood rats flashing their tongue, young thugs blasting their gun, we got reputations bitches and niggas, both on parole or probation, City sick, niggas got gats, army fatigues, I got my eyes glued on, whoever walk in the league, cause I ain't playing, niggas are running up in here and shoot up this shit. Stick your ass up, niggas will find loot in your kicks. Bunch of triple cross niggas, just New York niggas. Lift you off your feet when they was just talking with you. Some of these dudes the fezzi on them. You know them for years. Be the type when you walk in the pub they offer you beers. That ain't gangster. Niggas is up north with tatted tears. Your name's on the affidavit. You radic kid, faggot-ass niggas that be scared to do their bids. Fuck you, we run you out of NY, you can't live. Got your quiet niggas that relocated down south, coming back to floors. Then you got the jealous loud mouths. all of a sudden we got Crips and Bloods. DTs running around quick to split your mug, it's easy to score, but it's hard to get your shit off. Niggas fighting over 100 Jump jumping the car, drive off, with a fiend come around the block, happy as hell. Niggas mad cause they ain't get a piece of that sale. Cutthroat cannabis, universal ghetto survivors. Go to any hood that's live and make it lava. A lot of niggas scheming, some real, some niggas fronting. But I'm a big dreamer, so watch me come up New with something. New York, New York, New York.
3: Escobar season has returned.
1: It's been a long time. So I'm coming. It's life or death with me, man. But you know, there's no turning back now. This is what makes me. This is what I am. Feel me? You can hate me now, QB. But I won't stop now, real niggas Cause I can't stop now, Braveheart. You can hate me now. Come on. But I won't stop now. Do it now, do it now. Don't hate me. Hate the money I see, clothes that I buy, ice that I wear, clothes that I try, close your eyes, picture me rolling, sixes. Money falling, bitches, honeys that swollen The richest, nice get in ya, most critically Acclaimed Pulitzer, prize winner Best storyteller, thug narrator My style's greater, right. model data Big threat to a lot of you haters hey. Commentators ringside, try watching my paper Watch Almost it. a decade, quite impressive Most of the best is in the S's But it's rap shit that I stand for Expanding more to the big screen Bill gay dreams, but it seems you'd rather see me In jail with state dreams Want me off the scene fast, but good things last Like your favorite MC, still making some mean casts First rapper to bring a platinum black back to the projects But you still wanna hate? Be my guest I suggest money is motherfucker? I got millions of dollars on salary Do it now, you can hate me now I won't stop But
3: I won't stop now I can't stop Cause I can't stop now You can, now. Hate, me. You can hate me now Do it I hate now you too. But I won't stop now you can Come on hate me now. Cause I can't stop now Come on You can hate me now hate
1: me Do now. it now Now I told you do it now. You wanna hate me, then hate me. What can I do but keep getting money? Funny, I was just like you. I had to hustle hard, never give up until I made it. Now y'all saying that's a clever nigga. Nothing to play with, hate on me. I blew, but I'm the same OG. People warn me when you on top, there's envy. Took my niggas out the hood, but you doubt on us. Saying we left the hood, but can't get it out of us. My bad, should I step on my shoes, give them to you? Here's my cars and my house, you can live in that too. Criticize when I float for the street. Hate my dress code. Gucci this, Fendi that What you expect, ho? Nickname Esco Took this game to his threshold Best flow, I bet the whole U.S. know Try to make it like you the realest But who the illest think? We all know the answer to that Cause niggas feel us, right? You think I'm gonna come this far let stop me now? I ain't do it now
3: You can hate me now I won't stop But I won't stop now Now stop. Cause I can't stop now, can't stop now. Do it damn.
1: Between paper and hate, friends and snakes, nine millies and 38s, hell or the pearly gates? I was destined to come, predicted, blame guarding blue breath in my lungs, second to none. Wicked turn wives to widows, shoot through satin pillows, the desolate one took a little time to claim my spot Chairman of the board until this game stopped And I side with the Lord Ride for the cause while driving niggas shot at my doors Plotting, I'm sure they catch me with their glass to my jaws Tried sticking me up, but I flipped on these ducks Instead of me, ambulances were picking them up Niggas fear what they don't understand Hate what they can't conquer Guess it's just a fury of man Became a monster, a top of the world Never falling, I'm as real as they come From day one, forever balling Come on, come on stop I won't, me, I, can can now, I won't stop.
3: Never. You can't understand. Come on. But I won't stop now. I can't stop. Cause I can't stop now. You can hate me now. I hate you too. But I won't stop now. Cause I can't stop now. Take me now. You can hate me now. Take me now. Can hate you, I I hate now. you can hate me now. Come on, niggas. You
1: can hate me now. Come on, niggas. Do stop
3: now. Get this shit over with.
1: It ain't gonna never stop, niggas See no evil Fear no evil Speak no evil Hear no evil If you don't bring that shit around you You ain't got nothing to worry about Yeah Know what I'm saying Yo Yo, 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 Carolyn from Maryland, she lady heroin, she elegant, her apparel in the M-class caravan, keys are dope, loving cast the ski in her throat, she fucked killers in her condo, her bins in her boat, her ice throat, ass is curvy, 40 years old, she passing for 30, Gucci framed glasses from Purdy's, Madison Ave, shopping when she not, copping bricks of that shit, she hopping on dicks, riding ponies, she tricked, at my man's wake, she said the eulogy, after that I usually, bumped into tour, shopping for jewelry, her body Bodyguard screwing me, I gave her my map. Ain't nothing new to me. Blowing backs out, six-pack stouts, wide fat mouth, the evil look with a bow leg. Yo, nigga said shorty's a pro. She blow head, she pushed the four red. She no fans, fans know her. A co rad. Maybe she's out to slay me. This bitch is crazy. She blew the celly up. Meet me at the telly the fuck. She knew about cats from way back. We smoked the haystack. She never walked once. Blunts was a hobby. She said I knew her man, probably, no doubt. Now six, he tried to rob me. I did it though. Sometimes you never know, he snorted all her work Now she need me to do a dirty work It's a small world, nigga uh. You eat what you sow, what goes around comes around If you sleep you don't know, a very small world, small world. Where beef could never end At the time you least expected, I'ma see you again, it's a small world You get away with it now Soon enough it catches up to you, so wait somehow, yo it's a small world, watch what you do, watch you do, snook from Red Hook, was crime he did five years, glad to be home, from Attica known, for keeping chrome calibers, smooth like a wallaby shoe, he's out to get it, five years, planning the blow, soon as he hit the Britics, had a girl in Woodside Queens, thought he was slow, played the crib for a month, and dead in his P.O., started robbing niggas till he caught a whole kilo, he had a bunch of starving niggas, he owed. he never paid though, got large, Signing his door, don't knock hard, Playing with his bitch, niggas is rich, sweaty, told Played the block, holding cracks inside the baby stroller Here comes crazy soldier, six shots is over A year went past, no one floss and flaps His old man had crossed his ass for the lawns in his fast cash It's a small world, world, nigga reap what you sow What goes around comes around, if you sleep you don't know A very small world, where beef could never end At the time you least expect it, I'ma see you again It's a small world, you get away with it now Soon enough it catches up to you, so Somehow, it's a small world, watch what you do. I seen death, seen thugs cry It's bugged while we let the slugs fly Into your brain, through your skull Another thug dive, picture your soul Into that infinite black hole Where many souls go, cause of a full folk blast Snook was one of them, so many more Even at finny whore, got niggas hit up Yeah, let the hennie pour Carolyn, paid up bitch, made bitch Stayed rich, heard a bodyguard Took Snook to guard, Carolyn When she needed him, he took the job He was close to her, ever since she took him inside When his mom died, no fear. O.D., 85, he went crazy, stuck up banks to stay alive. He was live with niggas, even though the things that he tried. Rob armor trucks, incidents with police died. He stayed in Lower East Side, peace God. He's standing me hard, two of his mans with him. I got to hit him. I'm reaching for my Roscoe, cock the back on, to get my blast on. At the gas station, bunch of Arabs racing, out the way, as my tour rush spray. Jump in the whip, hit the highway. You know how I say, the game that I play, is real tendencies, when you feel your energy. But can't figure out who's who Keep it true, shit it's cool now Put the tools down, never Cause everyday is on, living this life I'm for this cheddar It's a small world, nigga you reap what you sow What goes around, comes around If you sleep you won't know, a very small world Where beef never ends At the time you least expect it, I'ma see you again It's a small world, you get away with it now Soon enough it catches up to you Some way, somehow. It's a small world, watch what you do